Warning, 30 Screams or Less may contain spoilers about movies that have recently been released. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, come back, and enjoy the show. Or, if you don't want to waste your time watching the movie and rather have two random horror dudes watch it for you, we got you covered as well. Welcome everyone to 30 Screams or Less podcast where we review horror movies in 30 minutes or less and not a podcast on Steve eating too many edibles to function because we were supposed to record last night. I unfortunately or fortunately had more edibles than I'm used to and I was in absolute mess. I yeah, basically so, was just melting in my couch. And so now I have, yeah, I'm laughing at you. And now instead of us doing it yesterday, I have to do it today and miss part of the fucking Bruins and Celtics game. Just DVR it. You know, because you're, you're not an adult. <laughs> I'm an adult. I can take my eddies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Dude, you should have seen me. I was on the verge of throwing up. I was having the spins big time. I'm you like, were texting pretty well. I know. I don't know how I managed to pull that up, but dude, I was trying to make macaroni and cheese and fish sticks, and uh, nope, that was a struggle, let me tell you. It's just what you were craving while you were stoned off your ass? I just wanted some kid food, basically. I don't see a problem. It's fine. Yeah, it's Okay, good, good. All right, everyone. So yeah, we're the podcast where we review horror movies in less than 30 minutes or less. On today's episode, we're actually going to review Cocaine Bear. And this movie, great title. We're going to go into all of it, but it's directed by Elizabeth Banks, written by Jimmy Warden. And the plot basically is an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge on a Georgia forest where a huge black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. Corey, I think we should just get right into it. 30 Screams or Less starts now. Corey, what did you think of Cocaine Bear? Dude, this, I thought this was a super fun movie. I was completely not expecting it to be what it was. In fact, I watched this movie a few weeks ago and I thought it would be good to review, but I was like, this isn't a horror movie. Nobody's going to want to hear this. But more I thought about it, and now that you've seen it, it is fucking gory and bloody and funny. So it's like a mix, a little mix of everything. I think horror fans would love it. They haven't seen it. It got a ton of publicity too. Oh yeah, it got a ton of publicity, and I think probably because of the name Cocaine Bear, it was one hell of a selling point. Anyone that has seen the name Cocaine Bear, they're just like, I, I have to see that movie because it's too ridiculously named. So they wanted to just go in and see it. I know I was like, okay, Cocaine Bear, I got to see what this is about. And I had an idea, obviously based on the trailer, but I didn't know what the hell I was really getting myself into. I agree, it's a fun movie. And as I was watching, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, is this even really a horror movie? But when it comes to the horror movie genre, you group certain things in, such as like gore. And in gory films, sometimes comedy happens. And Cocaine Bear is a mix of comedy and gore, which I think would mean it falls under the horror genre. So that's why we're reviewing it, because it's a bloody fucking mess. Yeah, I had no idea that this is what it was going to be at all. And the way that the movie opened with that dude in the helicopter, just 
what did he, what happened? He was like chucking bricks of cocaine out the plane and then he what hit his head or something and then fell out. Yeah, he was just tossing bags and bags of cocaine out of an airplane, probably to make it over state lines or probably just drop it off and then bring it to a new distributor. I don't know. I'm no cocaine flying expert. But basically, yes, he was throwing these bags of cocaine out and then he was getting ripped up as he's doing it. And as he's about to jump in parachute, he freaking whacks his head on the side of the plane and then naturally falls to his death. And in the process, the cocaine is raining from the sky in bags. So didn't know until after I watched this that Rita Repulsa directed it. <laughs> Rita Repulsa from yeah. the, uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I actually... Did you know wait, that? I did know that. I know Elizabeth Banks, who is also yeah. in the original Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, she what played... She, uh, was she Peach? Yeah, she was Peach. The one, with, Peach. one with Leguizamo? Yeah, exactly. Oh. Yeah, The one with Leguizamo, which is... I don't know. It's a weird one. I'm sure if you went back to it and watched it, you'd get all sorts of nostalgia feels, but then realize oh, it's not that great. No, nah, it was hot shit. Oh, I, yeah, I want to see the new one. I haven't seen it yet. The animated one that just came out. Oh, yeah. Dude, I watched Evil Dead Rise today in theaters, and I was literally thinking, well, maybe I should just slide next door and watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. Why not? Instead of Evil Dead? Oh, no. After. Okay, I'm just making sure. Dude, come on. I'm not that ridiculous. I'm a pretty ridiculous one, especially when I'm like frigging on a shit ton of Eddies. I'm a ridiculous one, but I'm not that ridiculous. I like that you call them Eddies. Like you have all these <laughs> weird nicknames <laughs> for drugs. Like you call weed Jabapo. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. And actually last weekend when I was in Mohegan Sun, I'm trying to find the lineage of Jabapo and where that word came from. And I thought that my friend Chris, the bachelor of that party, Corey, you know him, I thought he came up with it. And he's like, no, your brother came up with it. And I'm like, I don't think you came up with it either. And he's like, I don't think I did either. I think I got it from someone else. And then we figured, okay, it's this kid who potentially said it just fucked up and he couldn't pronounce things. So he said, Jabapo. And I think that- Instead <laughs> of weed? <laughs> Instead of weed. Yeah, they're close. Why not? Yeah, close enough. He's like, just like that. And then obviously it got fine tweaked. And you're just like, I kind of like the job. And why don't we take that and turn it into Jabapo? Jabapo. I like it. Everybody that listened to that episode where you talked about Jabapo, they would tell me how fucking much they were cracking up when they heard you say that. It's fucking funny. I mean, you're going to go like anywhere now and you'll use that as a word. And if maybe the masses will one day take on the word Jabapo. But for those who know, go and be like, hey, why don't we uh, step outside for Jabapo? Some Jabapo, some Eddie's, some Cocahina. Yeah, Cocahina. <laughs> <laughs> We're dedicating a whole 15 minutes of this movie review podcast to drugs. Yeah, basically. What well, I mean, come on, the whole 30 minutes is going to be based on drugs because it's fucking bear eating cocaine. Yeah, you have a good so, point. Yeah, so speaking of cocaine, Ray Liotta in this one, and this is his final role. I'm sure, obviously, he didn't plan for Cocaine Bear to be his final role because rest in peace, he died shortly after it. Too bad he couldn't go out, like, way cooler. Maybe some sort of mobster movie again that was, like, his final like, movie and then deuces. He didn't really have a big role in it either. No, it was pretty, it was like, it He's was pivotal, but he was, twice. yeah, it was pivotal, but he wasn't in that movie a lot. Ice Cube's kid was in that, like, nearly the whole entire time. He's fucking He's awesome. hilarious. Oh, he's great. 
Yeah, he's a good actor. Funny as hell. I don't think he uses Ice Cube's real name, does he? No, he's O'Shea Jackson. Yeah, exactly. You're talking about Ice Cube's real name? Yeah, Ice Cube's real name. Was it? Is it Jackson? It's O'Shea Jackson. Oh, because he's junior? Yeah, he. well, O'Shea is senior. Or it was a good day, Ice Cube is senior. Okay. NWA, uh, you know, that guy. Yes, O'Shea Jackson. Fuck the okay. police guy. Yeah, I actually saw him live once. Where? For Family Values Tour. He was the, Oh, uh, right. This was 1998. I so you got to, to see him do All in the Family. Was, was it Corn or Limp Bizkit? That, no, it was Corn. Corn is All in the Family with Limp Bizkit. But yes, I did see that. I saw that happen. And then uh, Fuck Dying. I saw that one as well. It's the song was, that Ice Cube did with Corn. Fuck Dying. Fuck, fuck Dying. Okay. Yep. So I got to see both those happen. That's probably never going to happen again, is it? I don't know. He might would, need money someday. Maybe. Maybe he goes on stage with Corn and is like, oh, you know what? Let's do this random song I did fucking 20 years ago. Well, that's why he's got his kid making movies now so he can fucking get paychecks from his kid for all those years he was a dad. Yeah, exactly. Retribution. Yeah. You know? Pay hey, up, bitch. You're my, yeah, you're my kid now and now I need your money. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all your cocaine bear money, bitch. <laughs> oh, dude, he's in fucking Star Wars too. Oh, yeah, that's right. And he was in the NWA movie that actually put him on the map. That's right, because he played his dad. Yeah, and it makes sense. Looks like his dad, and he's the only one that could probably play him best. Yeah, for sure. He's great in that. In this, he was funny as hell. He also looked like he packed on a couple pounds. I don't know if it was for this role entirely, or maybe he had a little bit of cocaine himself, but he's eating it. Cocaine does the reverse, Steve. Like, it makes you skinny. Oh, does it? Yeah. Fuck, well, I need to lose a few pounds, but so maybe I need to... Yeah, oh, get yeah, I got I to gotta go on IMDb and Reddit and make sure I get my information right on cocaine. Just Google, what is the cocaine diet? And I have to do that in a Tor browser, right? No, just do it Co- on your public one. Cocaine diet. Cocaine? I can barely type with my fucking arm still in this stupid thing. Cocaine diet. Let's see what's on Google. DEA warns students who use cocaine to lose weight. No, okay, you're not wrong. This is actually an effective way to lose weight. So that bear was losing weight and fucking feeling great. Yeah. Who does that? Just don't eat so much. Fucking eating cocaine to lose weight. What is what is up with kids? Good lord. The the bear did a bunch of cocaine because it was really fat and it wanted to lose weight. I would think so. I would think this bear is like. You know, I've been eating too much salmon. I think it's really time I just kind of <laughs> lose some weight. Too much <laughs> salmon, too much Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> too much Leonardo DiCaprio. And so when the cocaine comes in the sky, she's like, oh, this is great. I get to lose weight now. She's so, probably fucking seeing Richard Simmons on her coke binge and everything. I think back to the characters, Davine and Henry were the best characters in this whole movie. When Henry and What's-Her-Face just decided to snort a bag of cocaine, I was dying. This kid, for listeners out there, these kids are like seven years old snorting cocaine that they found in the woods. Yes, correction, <laughs> though. They, did, they didn't uh, snort it. They ate it. Oh, right. They, they ate it. They completely ingested. They took like this knife, and the girl's like, how much should I use? And the kid goes, I don't know, a, a tablespoon? And... I, I don't know if anyone knows, like I've never done cocaine, but I've seen it and I feel like a teaspoon of cocaine is going to really do a number on you. Yeah, no, they were having a grand old time. The girl, oh, yeah. Didi didn't do it though, right? It was just Henry. Oh no, she tried it and then spit it out like the friggin' cinnamon challenge. Oh, right. Yeah. The yeah, cocaine the challenge. Kid. Yeah, the cocaine challenge now. Uh, it's going to be the next TikTok thing. People eating cocaine and 
seeing if they can keep it in their mouths. And then all of a sudden we got a bunch of people fucking losing weight. <laughs> it's one way to do it. We have a whole fucking skinny society happening here. What is going on in this college campus? Everyone's on cocaine. Everyone's eating cocaine. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't, yeah, not, for, not for me. Not for me. Never for me either. I'm all set. I don't want to be like fucking going crazy because that, that's what it does. Cocaine makes you fucking amped up, bro. And you're just fucking all over the place and just want to like lose weight and fucking go crazy. I guess. Yeah. I told but, you these are like fucking healthy diet. Cocaine. Solid. Like, diet. You know, it works solid. Hey, solid. You know, yep. what? I bet you anything back in the early days where they were saying that heroin was good for you and cocaine was actually in Coke. I bet you if they said, you know what, we have this diet now, and if you do the cocaine, eat it, lose 15 pounds. You know, probably that shit. <laughs> it's fucking... I know that they say this movie is based on a true story, but is it actually, or is it satire? It feels like satire to me, because yeah. the whole premise is so unbelievably absurd that it reeks of onion, but I guess it is based on a true story. I thought I read they were making like cocaine whale or something like that next. Please do. Why don't we make a cocaine tornado while we're at it? <laughs> cocaine shark? Cocaine shark tornado. Oh, crossover event. Oh, man. I just Googled it and it says, our first thing that pops up, over 200 pounds of cocaine found inside of a beached whale. Oh, no. Here we go. Here we go. Mexican authorities believe an international drug smuggling operation is using whales to transit drugs from the U.S. to the Mexico border. The fucking shit writes itself. Oh, my God. It fucking writes itself. Yeah, there is an IMDb listing for cocaine whale. No, come on. There is? Mm -hmm. That's in the works? Okay, cocaine. God damn. If Blockbuster was still a thing, this would definitely be on their shelves. Cocaine whale? Absolutely. They were the kings of B-movies. I am dating myself big time today. I'm talking about fucking Richard Simmons and Blockbuster and what else have I been talking about? We should actually probably talk about the movie because we've just been talking about cocaine. You're right. Let's get back into it because one thing I did notice while I was watching this movie for my second time being stoned on edibles was the soundtrack. I thought the soundtrack was fantastic. Yes, it was. So much so that Waxwork actually released it last week on vinyl and I bought it. Oh, did you? Yeah. Fuck, man. I want to check that out when you have a chance. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll just say, come over. I won't have it till fucking August. But. Oh, that's right. They're not bad about releasing vinyl, but I hear vinyl pressing times are just fucking months and months down the road. So the artwork is awesome because when you open it up, the gatefold is that scene where the bear's jumping into the back of the ambulance. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a great part, by the way. They're in... The ranger house, whatever you want to call it, that ranger office, ranger office. And the bear tries to come in and the park ranger, she's holding out her gun, expecting to shoot the bear. And one of the fucking hooligans, the hoodlums roaming the forest and robbing people with their knife. She shoots one of the kids in the head by accident. His head just blows <laughs> in half. And... The bear's just sitting there just getting a blood facial. So there is and a dead kid. We said there were no dead kids. I mean, they were like teens. So there were teens the, in fucking Winnie the Pooh, and there were a lot of them. We called uh, them kids. I guess we can call them kids if they're under the age of 18. They're still technically kids. So, okay. So we had a couple of dead kids in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Edit. Edit. No, so there was 
O'Shea Jackson beat the shit out of all of them initially, but no one died there. I think it was literally just the one kid who got his head blown in half being eaten because we won't count the paramedics, even though one of them is a TikToker who got eaten. And I was happy to see socialites, whatever, get eaten by a bear. There was someone that was climbing a tree and got ripped in half out of a tree because <laughs> the bear climbed it. What, what? Have you ever seen Modern Family? Yes, the guy that. Oh, that was right. It was Peter. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yep. I didn't even notice right away because in Modern Family, he's so like upright and just thin. But in this, he had some extra weight on him. And I couldn't even tell it was him at first with the long hair, the beard, and like him being completely out of shape than what I'm used to seeing him as. But yeah, it was, was him. It, I was watching it with Joanne and she recognized him right away. Yeah, it took me a second. I was like, that voice sounds familiar. And then I was like, oh, shit, it's him. That death, by the way, is fucking fantastic. The hanging upside down and his, his legs are just getting eaten. At that point, you're like, OK, you're fucked, completely fucked. And then naturally his body falls. If he didn't die by his leg getting eaten, he broke his neck. Clearly, that was probably my favorite kill or death. Actually, you know what? I take it back. The ambulance with the paramedic getting dragged on the pavement. Oh, the, yeah. That was close a, up was kind of terrible. Yeah. The whole scene was just gnarly because you have the bear jumping in, attacking. Well, actually, first you have the park ranger who's in a gurney and they hit a bump and she goes flying and her face hits the ground and starts skidding. I thought that was sick. The bear jumps in, attacks the TikToker. And he's getting all sorts of mauled. His fucking hand is falling off. And then they hit a tree and the other paramedic flying through the windshield dies that way. So there was a lot of death and chaos in that short span of time. It was a really cool part. I thought I was, that was great. I was actually happy about that because I couldn't, I can't stand the actress that played that, paid that paramedic. Oh, really? Who is she? Wait, it wasn't the paramedic. It was a, the ranger, right? Oh, yeah, the Ranger. She's been in a bunch of movies. Yeah, the Ranger. Fucking annoying. Margot Martindale is her name. Margot Martindale. Yeah. Most recently, I watched her on that show, Your Honor, which is that Brian Cranston show. Oh, yeah. How was that? Uh, so good. I, I think it's done. It's two seasons, but I think it's done now. But anyways, yeah. she was in that show on I Hate Her. Oh, yeah. So, well, you know, sometimes you only need two seasons. Sometimes you only need one season, but um, I hate fucking cliffhangers. That's there was what I hate. They were supposed to be only one season, I guess. But like, it's one of those things where I think it was HBO. The ratings were so good that HBO basically begged Brian Cranston and the people who made the show. They're like, can you please make a second season? So they were yeah. like, fine. All right, we'll do it. We'll take your money. Yeah, we'll take your 50 million. But they said now that it's done. Yeah, that's fine. There's some shows that I feel like shouldn't be done just yet. Mindhunter. That should not be done because they were about to touch base on BTT, BTK killer. Meanwhile, Netflix is too busy fucking charging people for password sharing or charging extra and releasing or canceling good shows. Oh, the Bruins just scored again. Oh, nice. Yeah, I was actually going to say you can watch your sports in the background. Just make sure it doesn't catch on the mic or anything. No, we're good. Yeah, I, I can't even hear it. Don't worry. Now, I was curious because we were talking about the kids earlier in the movie who ate the cocaine. One of them was found, but the girl, how did hell did she get away? She like she somehow managed to leave this trail of things behind her, including paint and a clothing and all this stuff. Meanwhile, she's with the bear the whole time getting dragged to the cave. 
I find it very odd. It almost seemed like she had some sort of weird relationship with the bears. Like, okay, I need to just drop this off real quick. And the freaking stoned ass bear is like, oh, okay, no problem. Why don't you paint that rock real quick? How the hell did that even happen? I feel like that's a plot hole. Movie magic. Oh, yeah, movie magic. That's how you explain it. Movie magic. Yeah, plot holes are basically just uh, movie magic. Use your imagination. And that's how, you know, the girl's able to get from point A to point B to point C the whole time while being, I'm assuming, taken by a bear. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Perfect. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, I mean, green screen, you can do anything. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But they didn't even show it. They didn't even show her maybe hanging out with the bear. Also, the bear was too busy doing its own thing and just carving people up. So where the hell did the bear find time to bring this girl back to the cave? Dude, one of my favorite parts of the movie itself was when O'Shea Jackson and the, I can't remember what his name was in the movie. Um, oh, the detective. When he climbed the roof of the gazebo up, <laughs> and he was just hanging out up there with a whole duffel bag full of cocaine. Oh my God. This Yeah, this is hysterical because <laughs> what happened was the detective climbed the tree and jumped over on top of the gazebo for why? Don't really know. I mean, the cocaine was not on top of the roof, from what I gather. Or actually, was it? No, O'Shea had it, and the detective showed up and wanted it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so the detective was on the fucking roof, and he holds the gun at David. I got their names now. David and Eddie, not to be mistaken with edibles, Eddie. So Eddie, David, and one of the other actors are just hanging out, trying to get cocaine that was hanging. And the detective pops up from the roof. And he holds a gun down and he's telling them all to drop their weapons. They drop their weapons because, you know, he has the high ground. So they drop the weapons. However, David runs into the gazebo and hides after getting his fingers blown off. And he's holding his gun. So it's a little standoff. But the detective literally can't get down to the ground because he hurt his hip jumping from the tree to the roof. (laughs) (laughs) Now he's stuck on the roof of a gazebo with a bag of cocaine. A whole duffel bag full. And they're just going back and forth and... All of a sudden, the bear rolls up, and Eddie's in the middle between David and one of the bastard teens, and the bear falls on Eddie and falls asleep. So Eddie's trapped underneath the cocaine bear while everyone is... It's just a hodgepodge of, okay, well, what are we going to do? Should we maybe check it out real quick? And the detective's like, yeah, go ahead, but don't shoot me. Truce. They're calling truce and stuff, and they're trying to figure out what the hell to do with the bear. And then what happens, Corey? They give the bear cocaine again as it wakes up. And he's like, well, let's see what happens with this. <laughs> and try to put it back to sleep so they can get away. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But nope. No, like we've already discussed, the like, cocaine gets you amped. And that's exactly what happened. The bear got amped. Initially, it was all over the ground, freaking like scratching his back and then sliding to Eddie. And then perceived to somehow like dance with him. As opposed to Mollum or anything like that, I think the bear was so fucked up that it didn't know what to do. <laughs> Them dancing, man. I just had that visual. That was <laughs> hilarious. It was so upsetting. He's just like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was funny. But then the detective throws another brick of cocaine to get the bear to like run to the other side. And so Ray Liotta's character, Sid, pops up shoots the detective in the stomach and now the detective's dying we see this whole twist happen with the detective's partner being in cahoots with sid and his people for i guess money from the cocaine so she's in on that 
And the detective is just laying there with bullet in his belly being like, how could you? And then he's like asking about his dog because she was taking care of his dog. It was a really weird part, but this is where we're getting into the point that it doesn't feel like a horror movie. It feels like a comedy. This whole bit, this whole entire bit was straight comedy. There was no horror to that whatsoever. Yeah. Like I said, there was no reason for me to want to do this on this podcast, but the gore and the violence and the comedy is, I don't know, it offset each other really nice. I thought so. I thought the comedy was great. I mean, there's plenty of horror movies where they're implementing comedy into it. Yeah, like Evil Dead. Exactly. Evil Dead is chocked full of it. Chocked full. And I think that's one of the originators of the horror comedy type genre. Because Absolutely. Yeah, I would say they're the originators. They're the ones that coined the whole thing. And a lot of movies now, they use comedy as a way to lighten the mood, and I'm assuming right before they drop some chaos to give you that yin and yang type effect. To understand true chaos, you have to know, like, I don't know, maybe peacefulness or some shit. I don't know. I'm being philosophical right now. I did take an edible, but not too many. Not too many of this today. No, no. Yesterday was something else. Today is just like, all right, I'm good. I'm being a little philosophical. It's okay. Okay. I'd rather be philosophical on a podcast talking about the difference between good and bad, right and wrong, horror and comedy, than fucking melting into the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That was the second worst time I've been stoned in my entire life. The other time was a literal smoking session all day for 12 hours straight. That yesterday was worse than that? No, second worst. Second worst. Okay. Actually, no, correction. I'm going to rephrase that. It was a night in Vegas by myself that was the second worst. Oh, I think you, I think I remember you telling me about that. It's the fucking edibles, man. They just, if I hit a certain threshold, I'm fucked. But that's just weed. That's not cocaine. I don't do that shit. I only do stuff that vibes me out, not fucking makes me want to lift a car. <laughs> do cocaine. Yeah, do cocaine. No. Just so. Do it. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. You know, if you want to lift cars, it's cool. Don't worry about it. So Sid, Ray Liotta's character, David, Eddie, the three of them, they're on their little trip to try to find the rest of the cocaine because David and Eddie, they wanted no part of continuing with that because obviously there's a cocaine bear on the loose and they don't want to get mauled to death. But Sid is adamant, I have to get this cocaine because the Colombians are going to be pissed. So they find their way into the cave. They find the little cubs. Sid does the stupid thing of kicking a cub. Bad idea. And by the way, these cubs are also hopped up on cocaine. So yes, we, little cubs on cocaine. Yeah, we got cocaine cubs and cocaine bear. Yeah. So there's a lot of animal druggery happening in this part. <laughs> druggery. Druggery. What's this druggery we got going on here? So much <laughs> Druggery. All right. So, yeah, plenty of druggery going on here with the cubs, the bear, and everyone just fighting over this cocaine. So, long story short, they all rebel against Sid, David, and Eddie. So, Sid gets stuck with the cubs because everyone basically pieced out, left them behind. The cubs attack him to death. And after being obviously all hopped up on cocaine. So, basically, Sid dies from the cocaine cubs. Cocaine bear is just watching on, you know, living her best life. Just enjoying everything, vibing. But the movie pretty much ends like that. It basically, after all that happens, everything's cheerful. David and Eddie, they get a dog. And it's like this one little show dog type deal. And that's the end of the movie. 
Back to the Cubs. The Cubs were so awesome. I love them. They were adorable. And when Sid yeah. picked them, I was a little pissed about it. I was about to hit the stop button. I was so mad. Yep. And I was like, dude, they're fucking babies. Don't stomp on them. They were on a cliff, too, and he could have yeeted one of them off a cliff. Oh, exactly. I mean, that probably would have been easier than kicking him. I wanted to just, like, be happy that Ray Liotta was in his last film before he <laughs> shit the bed. No, and now, like, uh, I'm glad he's dead. Yeah, fuck him. You know, for kicking a bear cub, how dare he? Yeah, I'm done with Ray Liotta. Yep, you can rot in hell. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta, rest in peace, one of the greatest of all time, especially Goodfellas, can't be touched. One Should of we best. name this episode Fuck Ray Liotta? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Is that a no? <laughs> Meanwhile, in my mail, I have a cease and desist from the Liotta family saying, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> they heard this already. They already heard this. They somehow heard it through like my neighbor's walls or something. They're like friends with them. And they do from dinner me. parties, all that shit. From and your neighbor stealing your Wi-Fi, they found out that we said fuck Ray Liotta multiple times. Yes. Yeah, they did. They're tapped in. They're listening to the whole fucking thing. They're like saying, oh, okay, that's a soundbite right there. We're going to use that. We're sending it to the Liotta family and we're going to make some money. And I'm going to be like, I can give you a dollar. How about a grilled cheese? Cheese? I'll give them a grilled cheese. Some cheddar. They don't want cheddar, right? Yeah, but the green kind. Oh, shit. Well, I don't have that. You give them some uh, some Eddie's. I'll give them some Eddie's. There we go. All Everything will be fine. Everything will work itself out. As long as I get to a certain threshold for all of them, they'll forget about the whole thing. They'll think it's all a fever dream. Yep. Exactly. So, fun movie. I enjoyed it. I watched it twice. The first time I wasn't really paying all that much attention. I was taking some notes more mentally, but not actually writing anything down. Second time, I actually made an attempt to write things down in my edible stupor. But by the time you see the note, second time officially watching it stoned as balls on Eddie's, that is when it kicked it. So I got four notes done and then that kicked it. <laughs> this was <laughs> been tough. This was a tough one. It was a challenge. And with that said, Corey, what do you give Cocaine Bear for a score? So this one gets four out of five dead kids. Okay. Like I said in the beginning of this podcast, it was not what I expected it to be at all when I saw the trailers. And I don't really know what I expected, but I didn't expect what we got. I loved it. It was pretty original. Again, apparently based on a true story. The mix of gore and comedy was very well done. I loved the imagery in the woods and stuff like that and the cave towards the end. Mm -hmm. And we talked about this too, but the score was amazing. Yeah. But yeah, I thought Elizabeth Banks did a great job with this. All right. Well, I think for me, I'm probably just going to give it a three out of five. It was good. Not great. There was some plot holes. It was a silly movie. Lots of gore. Solid cast. And I think great movie to have on and in the background. If you're not paying attention to too much stuff, you don't need to pay attention to too much stuff. You can watch it. This movie, I can assure you, is awesome on edibles as well as maybe smoking a little jabapo. So if you plan on doing that, throw on Cocaine Bear, you'll get a good laugh out of it. But for me, all I really had going for it was some laughs and maybe the name. Other than that, it was like, okay. Like, it was entertaining nonetheless. Just okay. Just okay. All not right. Good, not bad. Not you're, great. You're, you're allowed to have an opinion that's wrong. It's fine. Fuck you. No. Just. It's a... <laughs> okay. I'll give it, because of the score, a 3.5. What if I told oh. you that's what you already gave it? No, I did a 3 out of 5. Now it's a 3.5 oh. out of 5. So you gave a, an extra half a point. 
Yep, half point. Wow, that's generous. I know. I'm a generous man. Mm. All right. Yeah, but no eddies. Those are mine. All right. So everyone, with that in mind, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, especially YouTube. We're trying to post more video content on there. So you can actually listen to the previous episodes on there as well. Leave us a five-star review and whatnot on all podcast platforms so we can get some more exposure and naturally... Be sure to tell your friends. We're also a part of the Shining Wizards Network. Visit ShiningWizardsNetwork.com. They got a whole slew of awesome podcasts that you can just check out. Visit 30screamsorless.com for all previous episodes and transcripts to go with those episodes as well. It will all be just one convenient place. And if there's anything you want us to review, send an email to 30screamsorless at gmail.com or hit us up on social media and be sure to use the hashtag 30 screams or less. But with that said, I'm Steve. I'm Corey. And thanks for listening to 30 screams or less. Anywho. <laughs> Bro, did you just say anywho? Anywho. Edit. Put put that on the fucking blooper. Holy you, crap. You don't want any who in here? All right. All right. I'll throw that. No, don't even put it in the blooper. Just cancel it all together. Just cancel it all. Yeah. Delete that. <laughs> Find something else to use. All right. Any whom. All right. I'm, uh, I'm just going to disconnect now. Bye.